Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on a scale of 1 to 5 on the following dimensions. Cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book. This week I'm reading Marvel Action Spider-Man Volume 2, Number 1, published by IDW in 2020. For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. So a little background info first, as usual. Long-time listeners to the podcast know that I am a Spider-Man fan. He's my favorite superhero. He's the one I really identify with. I love his origin story. His is the comic book that I started reading way back in 1987. And I still pick up his comics. He's got a lot of comics at the moment, which was also true back in the day. I used to read The Amazing Spider-Man and Spectacular Spider-Man and Web of Spider-Man and then eventually adjectiveless Spider-Man was published. Oh, and then there was also Marvel Tales featuring Spider-Man. After I got back into comics, I was pleasantly surprised that Amazing Spider-Man was still being published. More recently, there's still uh, Amazing Spider-Man being published and Spectacular Spider-Man, but there's also a bunch of other ones. Uh, I don't know, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man and Spidey, and not only the main Peter Parker comics, but then there's a whole bunch of other comics with Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen or Ghost Spider-Gwen Stacy. So there's a lot of spider titles. Not to mention Venom and Carnage have their own comics and spin-off comics. There's just a lot of spider comics out there at the moment. Kind of overwhelming, to be honest. And so here's a new one, Marvel Action, Spider-Man. This particular comic, however, is published by IDW. One or two years ago, Marvel made a deal with IDW that they would also publish Marvel characters, but part of IDW, the IDW publishing company. So I don't know the full details of that deal, but here we have another Spider-Man title to enjoy. This one's focused a little bit more for younger readers. I believe the official title is... Um, Comics that are published for middle grade readers. So I didn't know I was getting volume two, issue one. I just got it off the shelf. Hey, it's a Spider-Man comic. Peter Parker's on the cover, Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen. So I said, I'll pick it up. Uh, that's what I'll read this week. So let's get on with the details of the review. First of all, the cover. This is by the main artist of the book, Fico Osio. It's an enjoyable cover. I like that you've got the main three spider people on the cover. They're coming at you directly at the camera. They've all got a cool pose as they fly through the concrete jungles of New York. There's a full moon in the background, a luminous cityscape below them, and a Dutch angle upon the whole thing. It's really cool. I like it. I'll give this a five out of five. Each character is drawn very well, very distinct. Specifically about their costumes, of course, but their posing is also cool and distinct. I think Peter's leg is bending a little too far, but you know how those spider people can contort. Colorization is very nice. Like I said, it's got a cityscape below, nice bright colors in yellows and red, contrasting with the blues, the cool tones of the sky, some reflections in the glass of the buildings, 
and a great sense of motion as the characters come at you. There's motion blurs, mostly in the background, and it really helps your eye focus on the main characters. I just noticed that this year, IDW changed their logo. It's sort of like this, I, I think of it as like a Google Maps pin type of logo. It's one of these like little push pins that you put on a map on these websites, on these map websites, instead of the, the stark IDW sans serif font. Now they're using this other sort of shape, which I didn't realize it until I read, hey, wait, this is not actually a Marvel comic per se. It's got Marvel characters, but it's published by IDW. So just something to note. The interior art is also by Fico Osio, and it's really nice as well. There are a few scenes with a lot of action, especially the very first page. It's a big old splash page. We've got Spider, the spider people battling Shocker, a classic Spider-Man villain. He's basically wrecking them all. A lot of action. His electrical shocks are really doing a number on the good guys. He's at the center of the page, electricity, electricity radiating from him, everyone just getting thrown back. As I browse the book again, it's kind of busy in terms of every panel is pretty detailed, but it's not so busy that you can't tell what's going on. The pacing of the panels, I think, works really well. We get close-ups of expressions, we get further shots where we see the various bridges and the cityscapes. There's a great sequence of panels with each, with each of the three characters laying in bed contemplating the mountain of studying they have to do. The anatomy of the characters is really nice. They're very lithe, they're very mobile, contrasted with, with the shocker who is much buffer than the rest. It's really nice art, very modern, well-drawn, good use of digital colorization and so forth. I'll also give it a five out of five. There's a little bit of a cartoony edge to it. And overall, I think the art works. Like I said, it's this modern style. There's some great full page shots and close ups and such. And then the final page of To Be Continued has uh, Miles's uh, shocked expression uh, wanting us to come back next month. The plot. Okay, stories by Brandon Easton. And I didn't know anything about the plot when I got it off the shelf, but then this little synopsis at the beginning works just fine. Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, and Miles Morales may look like average students, but they all share an amazing secret. They all have spider powers. Okay, so clearly this is not the main Marvel Earth 616 continuity, because in this reality, Gwen Stacy is alive. In uh, the regular 616 continuity, she died when, when Peter was early in his Spider-Man career. And in the modern times, she's not alive, uh, never mind about clones and all of that. And so here, they're also contemporaneously all teenagers. They're all still in school together. Miles Morales also, in his original continuity, was a younger counterpart to Peter Parker. So now all three of them are the same age, going to the same school, and they're all three friends. So that's an interesting plot point to this particular series. And again, this is volume two, so I have no idea what happened in volume one, how long it lasted. I should have done a little bit of research on that. But I appreciate that the overall idea of this is, well, let's put together a bunch of our, our popular spider characters and put them into a book, and they all battle together and quip with each other and so forth. 
further the synopsis. Granted their amazing abilities through the bite of a radioactive spider, now did all three of them grab the same spider and get bit by the same spider? These brave teens now protect the people of New York City from danger. They've still got a lot to learn about being superheroes, but together they'll do their best to face down any challenge. Now, that's a little bit of indication that throughout the book it does feel much more for middle grade readers. Middle school readers, I suppose. However, that's defined nowadays. I haven't been in middle school in decades. Hashtag old. And so the language of everything was pretty straightforward. Nothing too fancy, nothing too flourishy in the language. No purple prose. It was pretty straightforward. Um, I didn't think it was that funny. I, and I, didn't, I, I sort of feel that perhaps the, the writer doesn't have the, the best grasp of what modern youth culture and slang is all about. Um, the characters don't seem to be dressed exactly like um, in the year 2020, 2019 and so forth. Although there is the theory that, uh, you know, culture has been sort of on pause for the last 20 years since the end of the 90s. Um, the characters feel like they could have been from the 90s or the early 2000s or the 2010s. For many of that sort of like time period of 30 years. And there's some technology here and there. There's cell phones and stuff. None of these flip phones or whatever that really would date it. So it doesn't, it kind of feels timeless for good or for bad. Um, I, 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 I sort of feel for bad because um, one cool thing about seeing uh, comic books is like how they are a snapshot of their time. You read a comic book in the, a Spider-Man comic in the 60s or 70s and it feels from that time. You read a comic from the 80s of, of Spider-Man and it feels from the 80s, like gritty, grungy New York City. This one is a little bit too, well, modern, polished, post-Giuliani, Bloomberg, New York City. And there really isn't much that really uh, sets it in, in the modern times. Overall, I feel that it is trying to target younger viewers, so this is perhaps an unfair grade, but I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. It just didn't quite speak to me, but it was fun. There's like a heist about some high technology. Apparently, also in this universe, it borrows from the movies, the MCU, and that uh, Tony Stark is uh, Spider-Man's mentor, um, which back in my day, there was none of that. Uh, Spider-Man always kind of wanted to join up a little bit more with the Fantastic Four than with Iron Man. But Tony Stark is here and he gives them adventures to go on, which again, uh, how does he feel about sending teenagers to do these um, difficult assignments against like killers and supervillains, where in the original Spider-Man, well, he did it all himself and he was learning on the job. No one was sending him out on doing things. So actually, I, th I think I'll dock it down to 3.5 out of 5. And now that I thought about that sort of like plot hole, I guess. But again, because I'm a cynical old man who's read comics for a while, uh, I think my grade might be unfair for who this is particularly targeted to. It may be what they need much better than what I need. And lastly, the enjoyability, I'll give it a four out of five. Once again, I, I don't think it's quite aimed at me, a 42 year old comic book reader, but I enjoyed the art a lot. The plot overall is fine. The cliffhanger, as usual, wants you to read the next issue, and I love the splash page for that next month's cover. So that's kind of fun. So overall enjoyability is a 4 out of 5. There's many variant covers nowadays, and you often have like a variant cover gallery at the end of a comic with like little thumbnails of the various covers. This particular one has some nice full page 
images of the variant covers. So as I said, I got the Fico OCO cover, which is cool. The alternate cover is by Sanford Green, and it just focuses on Spider-Gwen herself. And there she is doing a fun handstand on the top of a building with more Dutch angles on the on the buildings of New York City. These buildings look a little bit more like a lower class buildings, I suppose, than the main cover, which is like nice, shiny, gleaming new buildings. So just something of note. In conclusion, I would recommend the book if you're interested in Spider-Man. You usually can't go wrong with his antics. And in here you get a lot of bang for your buck. You get all the three popular Spider characters in one book. It is targeted for younger readers, so if that bothers you, there's other Spider titles to read. But if you want a simpler, straightforward adventure with some really good art, this book might be for you. Once again, if you'd like to see the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. You'll get that for free. If you join at the $1 tier, you'll unlock access to my series, Top Comic Book Picks with VM Campos. That's the series where I let you know about the comic books that are coming soon that you need to get your hands on. Every single week, you can unlock that for $1. At the $2 range, I'll mail you a comic book in thanks for being a patron. In any event, follows are free, so are likes, replies, and shares. I appreciate all of that as well. Spread the word of my content. I would really appreciate it. So this week I read Marvel Action, Spider-Man, Volume 2, Number 1, published by IDW. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.